Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lima, mind body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 12 of Confidence from Within. And I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And in today's episode, we're talking about a big important topic. Should you or should you not diet? And when it comes to weight loss in general, and of course, we like to call it weight release, dieting is a topic that I believe must be addressed because there's so much, I'll say, conflicting information out there. And whether you're just starting out or you've been on this road for a long time and you've tried many things in the past, the concept of diet is one that I would say over the years has evolved and there's a lot of marketing nowadays on the anti-diet trend that kind of brings a new take and it looks at, you know, it being a lifestyle change rather than diet itself. So I say, okay, let's break it down. Let's look at it from both angles like I love to do so that you can make an informed decision about how to proceed, but also in the process, I'm going to share with you my personal philosophy and what has worked for me and so many of my clients over the last several years. A lot of times when I'm tackling a new topic, I love to check the origin of a word because it just kind of brings a different level, a different flavor to the conversation. And if you check the word diet, one of the original meanings of that word is way of life, which I think is fascinating. It's actually very interesting because the origin of the world, the word diet kind of like speaks to the lifestyle, you know, aspect of it, right? Way of life and how a person lives and how in the food choices that they make around their lifestyle, which I think is really special. Of course, if you think of diet in the very traditional sense of the word, if somebody goes on a diet, (laughs) um, usually means following a very specific um, set of rules and guidelines imposed by someone. And the reason why I wanted to have this conversation here is that I do get this question when I, you know, talk about my program, the weight release shift, people ask me, what type of diet is it? And that is not a simple answer because it is not how I like to think and that's not how I like to teach. So that's why I kind of wanted to bring this uh, conversation to the forefront to kind of share with you some of that philosophy, but also to give you sort of the pros and cons of dieting in the regards of a weight loss journey. So when it comes to looking at what's out there, there's a huge push, like I said, on the holistic community to say, okay, well, we teach is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. But I, a lot of those times, it is actually a diet. And what I mean by that is, 
Anytime that it gives someone a specific set of rules, for example, no sugar, no gluten, no dairy, even though we want it to feel like it is a lifestyle choice, it is still a dietary change, right? It's still a set of rules imposed by someone else, either because you've done food sensitivity testing or some other guideline, but it is still um, not really a lifestyle. And I say that with kindness, but it is true. And I think a lot of times when we expect it to be a lifestyle change, that it usually implies two things. One, permanency, that you can maintain it effortlessly long-term, but the other aspect of it, when you think of it as a lifestyle, it usually means or implies that it fits within your life. It fits with your way of life. And a lot of times that is not true. And I see coming people, clients coming to the door with that expectation from other things they tried before, but also disappointed because they just feel they failed because they're not able to make it a, a long-term change. Whereas in fact, the problem was that the diet they were trying to turn it into a lifestyle didn't actually fit their lifestyle. And a lot of times because we are fed information that no, this is not a diet, this is something you should be able to tackle no matter what, without the mindset behind the scenes, without understanding why you should even eat this way. How is this impacting your body? I think some of those reasons are why people start on a diet, they're excited, they're all in, and then as soon as the, what I call honeymoon phase ends, if they don't have made those real solid mind shifts, if they don't have a true understanding of why each of those choices are important, it just starts to fall apart, right? And if you try many different styles of eating before in the past, you probably know what I mean. So I think it's important to truly, you know, quantify and clarify terminology here so that you don't fall into the same trap of binding to something that you feel it should be a lifestyle change, whereas in fact is a diet that doesn't quite fit your lifestyle, so you can't make it permanent, okay? So let's take a step back and let's look at some pros and some cons of dieting and then let's just see and kind of explore different aspects of each of them. So let's go with pros first. So a pro of going on a very specific, well-defined diet plan is control. I hear there's a lot from women that they want to feel in control. And when they feel in control of their eating, either because they know they're waking up and they're eating specifically X, Y, and Z, so there's no room you know, while they're in this diet for temptations because that's what they're eating, they're in control, so they're able to make better choices for themselves, usually within the spam of that diet. So control, being in control, feeling in control is one of the clear advantages and pros of a, say, restrictive diet or eating plan. The next one is that if you're given a very specific set of guidelines for the most part, the thinking is done for you. You don't have to wake up and then you're hungry. It's like, what am I going to make for breakfast? 
opening, you know, everything in your kitchen and your fridge, see if something magic, something delicious magically jumps out at you or without having to go and get some takeout. So the thinking is done for you because it's all predetermined. So it makes it a lot easier to actually, you know, follow the plan because the difficult part is the creativity and the, you know, picking new recipes, all of that is taken care of. So yeah, so there's another uh, pro when it comes to dieting. The other one that I think sometimes is forgotten about is if you're eating, say, a lot of sugar or say a standard American diet or whatever it is that you're eating that you know is not good for your body, when you switch into a diet, a lot of times what that means is that you're cutting out things that are not, quotations, good for you, right? So for the most part, when people go into a diet, they see improvements, they see benefits to their health. And it's not because the diet is necessarily right or wrong for you, but a lot of times it's simply a consequence of you removing some of the things that were for sure not good for you. So it's more like an addition through subtraction rather than you're just adding the one thing your body was missing, which probably is more like a combination of things. But also, a lot of times when you're doing diets, you're probably eating more vegetables, so you're maybe getting more nutrients that you're potentially lacking before and all that good stuff. So all in all, there are pros to going into a diet. And I always like to give kind of like the two sides of the coin because I don't feel that it is in your best interest to just label something good and something bad and say, do it my way and all the other ways are wrong. I don't feel that gives you an empowered perspective. And I'm all about looking at both sides, neutralizing those labels and picking what feels best for you at that moment in time, okay? So those are some pros. Now let's look at some cons of dieting. And one of them, and this is probably, I'd say that one of the most obvious ones is that some diets are just too restrictive, right? Especially the ones that remove literally everything <laughs> tasty out of, you know, your uh, menu, like the sugar, the carbs and the caffeine and the alcohol and the gluten and the dairy and the list and the corn and the list goes on and on and on. And I do believe in the way that I approach things is that sometimes removing things in that level gives the body a real break so that it has time to reset. So I think that's important. But I think the secret lies on only keeping out of the diet the things that are actually necessary. Meaning, over food restriction is not the solution to, you know, gut issues nor weight gain or weight lack of weight loss issues. It's just not. It's knowing that food, if it's real, it's not the problem. The gut is. <laughs> so, you know, removing it temporarily so we can work on the gut and then knowing how to reintroduce it back into your diet so you're not living this overly restrictive style of living is very important. But also because when you over-restrict foods, a lot of times you're also over-restricting nutrients. And a diet that's very depleted in nutrients can actually have really long-term health consequences. So anything that's too restrictive 
could also, as a sort of side con to it, could also develop a little bit of a negative relationship with food. So you can be constantly thinking about your next meal. It could cause some anxiety around food or anytime you go out, you're worried about because, of course, you feel you're either missing out or you have to overplan things because you're not able just to go out and grab something with your co-workers or with your family. So there's whole emotional aspect of eating a overly restricted diet that could have actual emotional negative consequences that on the long term does not help with the mindset shifts required to maintain the weight loss if you are successful while on that diet uh, to do so. Another con and one that's maybe not as no, normally talked about that a few is really important and should be discussed is that if you're following a plan because you're you're given this is a solution to X, it takes a little bit away of your knowledge of listening to your own body and what it's telling you. So I'll give you a specific example of this. I would say about say six, eight months ago, I had I had a client come to me for the first time with severe discomfort. It was almost like anytime she ate her food, she would get this burning sensation, not quite heartburn, but a different type of burning sensation and she just didn't know what it was. And we did a few things, we tried different things and eventually, you know, through going to the process and listening to her symptoms and doing a very detailed understanding and uh, of what she was actually eating and, you know, the how much protein and fat and all those things, we kind of were able to narrow down that she was over-consuming fat more than her body was able to tolerate. Now, when you are, in her case, trying to release excess weight, and this is before she came to see me for the first time, she was not doing the keto diet, but she was kind of eating a lot of fat in exchange for carbs in her diet without adding vegetables. So she was basically replacing, you know, starches, sugars, fibers with fats. And she was overeating, overconsuming fat and her body wasn't able to necessarily process it without the age of things such as digestive enzymes and so on. So, and she wanted to do a supplement spray. She just wanted to just eat food. And by being able to increase the amount of alkaline boosters in her diet and bring down a little bit of that fat intake while still maintaining a low carb program for her, we're able to completely revert the burning sensation that she had. No supplements added to the mixture. So this is just an example to show you that if she was to follow that plan and not question it and keep following it and never come see me, she probably could have actually developed some other difficulties because the burning sensation was her body's feedback mechanism telling her whatever ratio you're feeding me is not optimal for myself, meaning her body in this example, right? So following something blindly without really paying attention to how you feel could be one of the cons of a diet because you're trying to follow the rules, you're trying to be good, quotations and good, even though your body is probably telling you, please, let's not do this because this is not the right approach for me at this time. It is very important to know that your needs change, and especially as we age and we get into our 40s and 50s, our hormones start to shift significantly. 
and women's needs and or even tolerance for carbs shift in the process as well. So there's so many moving parts that if you were to find a diet that really worked for you in your early 30s, that diet may not work or still work for you in your 50s, for example. And really start letting go of some of those labels. But most importantly, really learning to listen to the body. The body is giving you amazing feedback. Your symptoms are feedback. Health is not the absence of symptoms. Health is listening to your symptoms and adjusting things accordingly. And I think that's a very important point. And I really wanted to, you know, if you're to take one thing out of today, this is it. Listening to your body is the most important thing you can do in any dietary lifestyle. And being flexible enough to know that things will change with time. But also, just because a plan has worked for, say, all these people, or let's just say, like, all your friends, it doesn't mean... It may work for you, right? And having the knowledge to adjust and know what to do, I think, is really where the truth lies in that balance between to diet or not to diet. So let's go back to the beginning. The whole concept of diet, diet meaning way of life. And how, what is the approach? What is my philosophy around it? Well, I believe in the way that I work in my program, Weight Release Shift, is that we shift the focus away from weight loss for a minute. That's kind of like the you know, eventual destination, end of the journey, right? But what we do is that we take a step back and then we look at mindset, which has everything to do with the success and longevity of results, to what is actually happening in your body, in your gut, in your liver, with your hormones, And three, how do you eat to actually improve upon your health in the same time that you're helping your hormones, you're nourishing your body, and you're getting results? So those are the three sort of major pillars, let's call it that, of the approach, what I call the she system. And looking at that approach to weight loss or to just betterment of health. It's still, if you were to look at it, at least at the sort of beginning of the process, it's still sort of like a diet because we're not using, you know, it's not a keto diet. It's not a vegan diet. It is a Mediterranean inspired, lower alkaline, lower carbohydrate diet. And I say that because I can just go out and just, you know, pretend it's all a lifestyle and so on. But at the beginning stages, it works like a diet because we need to take a few things out, put a few guidelines in place to allow your body the chance to reset, to refuel its, you know, nutrient reserves, to really start shifting habits to start refocusing priorities and all of those things, like it or not, you know, we can, you know, place semantics for the world, but the words, but it is a new dietary style. Now here's the magical piece. And I think this is what the real game changer, the difference maker becomes. When we get towards the back end of the weeks that encompasses the weight release shift, What we do is that we take a backwards approach, meaning as the weeks progress, I'm teaching you just not what you put in your diet or what you remove, but I'm teaching you why. So you're actually learning about appetite control. 
you're learning about blood sugar. You're learning about the key hormones that actually count when it comes to releasing excess weight, especially for women over 40. So you're learning about your gut and you're understanding the consequences of different choices and why we're making specific ones. So are you equipped now with knowledge that you may not have had before? Now, when we get to the back end of the program, like I said, we take a step back, meaning we take that approach and then we fit into your lifestyle. As opposed to me telling you this is your new lifestyle that may not at all fit with the program, but you're in a way forced to do so because you're told that you're buying your lifestyle. What we do is the opposite. I teach you the why and the how, and then we back it into your lifestyle. So for example, if you are a busy mom with a career and you're always on the go, that is a very specific lifestyle. If you are somebody that travels the world, and of course, this is through the COVID pandemic, but let's just say either prior, you know, say years to come, and you're always traveling, you're always on the road, that's a very different lifestyle. So all those different, in in some cases, even conflicting lifestyles can work, but the strategies to make the diet fit have to be tailored for you. And that is part of what I offer that we teach you all you need to know then we back it into your lifestyle to make sure it fits. And then I help you help you customize some of those strategies or think of new ones that you never considered before so you can actually maintain it long-term without feeling like you're missing out, without being able to go anywhere and enjoy yourself because you know why you're making the choices and what to do about it if, say, you have a birthday party or if it's the holidays. And a big part of what we do as we close the program is that we built your emergency food plan. So basically it's what I call your plan B. So if you are, say, going through a very busy, busy, stressful week or like I said, holidays or traveling, you have like a go-to plan that's not as, you know, the plan A Cadillac that we built and fit into your lifestyle but it's something a little bit more approachable, a little quicker that you know it's going to you know, take place for a week or a few days before you can go back to your new routine. And I find this to be so successful because it removes that perfection mindset. It removes that you know, anxiety that comes to, oh my gosh, what happens when I have to go back to you know, work full time? What happens when I have to travel? It just, it helps you think, and have foresight because we're looking at different scenarios, we're planning for the different outcomes, and you have a very clear ABC plan that you can actually execute, removing some of the stress and the you know anxiety out of the way so you can stick to the plan. And I'm sharing the details with you because I feel it's a very important distinction. I find a lot of times when we try to pretend that a diet is a lifestyle, that's when we don't succeed because the moment that life gets real, you know, things fall apart. So whatever it is, you know, even if you already have, call it a diet that works for you, but it's a little restrictive or there's aspects of it that are not working, do that sort of step back and say, how can I make it fit my lifestyle? How can I plan for the busy days? And if you are at all, you know, confused, or if you are, you know, 
uh, in search of the right diet program for you, but you also know you need some customizations, but also you need a proven system that has helped so many women over the years. I encourage you to visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And in there, you're going to see some information about what is included in the program, who is it for, who is it not for. And at the bottom of that page, I invite you to schedule. So you're going to have access to my calendar and I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me so I can listen to your needs and let you know whether or not I can help. And that call is like a strategy session so I can help you decide what the best course of approach is for you and if we are a fit to go on this journey together. I offer a very specific type of support in a beautiful community of women and a growing community of women. And I'll be very pleased to speak with you and see if I can help. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope it gave you a little bit of a different approach to think about diet. You know, nothing is good, nothing is bad. And you just have to look at it from both angles and make it fit what works for you. I think that is the key. Always listen to your body. Our symptoms are a blessing. They're feedback. And your body is very intelligent and it's talking to you. So as long as you can take whatever approach, make it fit into your lifestyle and give it enough room so your body can communicate with you, I do believe that that is a recipe for success. And I really, really would love to be part of your success story. Um, so if you're curious, check out the weight release shift and I will be very excited and pleased to speak with you. So stay healthy and happy and until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.